Hello, word nerds. Welcome to this podcast called The Dictionary. This is the first section of page 288. Yay. I'm sorry. I am I'm losing ideas. I'm I'm lacking on the ideas for sound effects. So I'm just we're just going to see what happens. No, I already have an idea. It's just something very generic that I think I've done before. Okay, so the first word in this episode is cousin german cousin german yep it's those two words that we're all familiar with um plus a hyphen noun from the 14th century and it's just the 1a definition for cousin which is a child of one's uncle or aunt why is it called cousin german let's see it's from middle english cousin german uh, from old French cousin plus German, which means it just means German. Oh man, this I need more information. I will not rest until I have more information about why this phrase is this phrase. And it, it just became first cousin. Uh, are there other so like second cousin? Did that have a whole other name like cousin German? What is happening? All right, if I find something, I'll put it in the show notes. Next. Next is Cousin Jack. Two words. They're both capitalized. The first letters are capitalized. Noun from 1890. The synonym is Cornishman, especially a Cornish miner. So one who is mining for something in the ground. Cousin Jack. I'm fascinated by where this came from. Doesn't tell me. Next word is couth, C-O-U-T-H. First form, adjective from 1896. The synonym is, there's two of them, sophisticated and polished. Uh, You might be familiar with the word uncouth. So this is just a back formation of that word. So did uncouth exist first? How can you be un-something that doesn't even exist yet? But of course, uncouth is pretty much the opposite of sophisticated and polished. I would be uncouth. Maybe I should try to be more couth. I don't think people really use this. Do they? I don't know. Next word is the second form of couth. Noun from 1947. The synonyms are polish and refinement, as in, I expected kindness and gentility, but there is such a thing as too much couth. That is a quote from S.J. Perelman, P-E-R-E-L-M-A-N. Perelman? Perelman? One of those. There's, there's not, there's too much couth. Next is couthy. So it's couth with an I-E. It is an adjective from 1719. It is chiefly Scottish, and the synonyms are pleasant and kindly. Yeah, that seems very much related to uh, just couth, polished, sophisticated. The etymology says it is from Middle English, couth, which means familiar. From Old English, couth, which is just a U in there. And there's more at the word uncouth. Oh, you're being so couthy. 
pleasant and kindly. Next word is couture or couture, something like that. C-O-U-T-U-R-E. I think a lot of people have heard this word, but don't necessarily know what it officially means. Like me. Noun from 1908. One. The business of designing, making, and selling fashionable custom-made women's clothing. So it has to be fashionable. That's very, very important. You must be fashionable. Otherwise, you can't call your clothes couture. Um, And custom-made. Custom. I don't think that every piece is custom-made to that individual person. Maybe we're using this word a little bit too liberally. Number two, the designers and establishments engaged in couture. And three, the clothes created by couture. Couture, the couture for the couture business. Okay, there's etymology to speak of. It is from Old French, couture, which means sewing. So that's that's where it means that's where it comes from. You sew stuff together, and it is couture. You make your own c- clothes; it's couture. From vulgar Latin consutura, which is from regular Latin consutus, which is from the verb consuere, which means to sew together. From com plus suere, which means to sew. And there's more at the word sew. That's it. You're sewing stuff together. And you're making it couture. That's all it means. Next word is couturier or couturier. So we added, uh, it's it's C-O-U-T-U-R-I-E-R. Noun from 1899. An establishment engaged in couture. Also, the proprietor of or designer for such an establishment. Couturier. It is French, duh, and it means dressmaker. From Old French, couturier, which means tailor's assistant. And that's it. It's the one who is doing all of this sewing together. Next word is, again, couturier, or couturier, couturier, it's, uh, we just added an E. So you can't say couturier. You can just say couturier. Noun from 1818. It is a woman who is a couturier. A man would be a couturier. A woman is a couturier, spelled differently. Although, to make it more complicated, you can also pronounce the man couturier as well. So they're just both couturiers. Uh, the etymology, it's the same. <sighs> Next word is couvade, C-O-U-V-A-D-E. It looks like couvade, but it is couvade. Noun from 1865, a custom in some cultures in which when a child is born, the father takes to bed as if bearing the child and submits himself, himself to fasting, purification, or taboos. Uh, This is uh, Middle French. It's French or Middle French. And it means cowardly inactivity. 
cowardly inactivity, that doesn't seem cowardly at all. Uh, it is from cover, which means to sit on or brood over. And there's more at the word covey. Let's see. I'm looking ahead. How do you pronounce it? Where is it? Oh, God, I have to go f- so far to find covey in this book. Uh, covey. Covey. Uh, covey. So I am so confused by this. I think we definitely need to find more information. This is such a fascinating concept. What cultures do this? When a child is born, the father goes to the bed as if he is burying the child. Is he, So is the mother still in the bed? He gets next to her. Is it later? And then he submits himself to fasting, purification, or taboos. What kind of taboos are these? Why fasting? What sort of purification? This is, this is fascinating. Next word. It is covalence. Noun from 1919. Uh, you can emphasize the first or the second syllables. Covalence or covalence. It is valence characterized by the sharing of electrons. It's, you know, it's electron sharing valences. Next is covalency, noun from 1919, and the synonym is just, again, covalence. Relatedly, we have covalent, adjective from circa 1926, of relating to or characterized by covalent bonds. And covalently is an adverb. Yeah, it's all it's all chemistry stuff. Speaking of covalent bond, two words, noun from 1939, a chemical bond formed between atoms by the sharing of electrons. It, it's so nice that they have learned how to share. Next word, it is covariance, covariance, noun from 1931, one, the expected value of the product of the deviations of two random variables from their respective means. Clearly. Two, the arithmetic mean of the products of the deviations of corresponding values of two quantitative variables from their respective means. Again, it's it's so obvious, right? Uh, maybe this is also related. Covariant, adjective from 1893, varying with something else so as to preserve certain mathematical interrelations. Again, we have a related word. It's I love it when this happens, don't you? Covariate, let's see, covariate or covariate. Noun from 1965, any of two or more random variables, I said that so weird, variables exhibiting correlated variation. You math nerds love this. I love you math nerds. All right, we have one more word that's connected to all of those. It is co-variation, noun from 1906, correlated variation of two or more variables. 
Okay, next word. I think you would pronounce it Coveri. You have to emphasize the ver. Coveri. It is spelled C-O-V-A-R-Y. Intransitive verb from 1950. It just means to exhibit covariation. Oh, and so I guess that would be connected to the last one because that was our previous word. Covariation, correlated variation of two or more variables, and covari is exhibiting covariation. Next word. It is the word cove, C-O-V-E. First form, noun from before the 12th century. One, a recessed place. Uh, The synonym is concavity, as 1A, an architectural member with a concave cross-section. So concave means that it goes into the thing, like a cave, but it's a cove. I wonder if they just combined con and cave and got cove. Hmm, interesting. We'll look at the etymology after. 1B, a trough for concealed lighting at the upper part of a wall. 2. A small sheltered inlet or bay. Those are cool. I think we should post a picture of a cool-looking cove, inlet, or bay. 3A. A deep recess or small valley in the side of a mountain. 3B. A level area sheltered by hills or mountains. Okay, etymology for cove. It's Middle English, and it means den. From Old English, kofa, akin to the Old High German chubisi, which means hut. I did not expect that. Would I don't think a a hut when I I don't think of a hut when I think of cove. Those are opposite kind of to me. But that's language for you. Next word is the second form of cove. This is a transitive verb from 1756, and it is to make in a hollow, concave form. Third form of cove, noun from 1567. It is British, and the synonyms are man and fellow. Why why are we calling a man or a fellow a cove? Well, This is a Romani word. It's from the Romani word kova with a K, which means thing or person. So the the Brits, if you're British, uh, give me some context. How do you use this word cove? Do you use this word? It's pretty old. Maybe you don't use it anymore. All right, we have one more word for this episode. It is covalite. You can emphasize the first syllable Covalite, or you can emphasize the second syllable, covelite, spelled C-O-V-E-L-L-I-T-E. Or you can change it to covaline with an N at the end. Noun from 1850. It is a usually blue mineral consisting of a sulfide of copper. So this is French from covaline. It is from Niccolo Covelli, who was an Italian chemist and died in 1829. 
Niccolo Covelli. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, yeah, sulfide of copper, usually blue. So the words in this episode were cousin German, cousin Jack, couth, couth, couthy, couture, couturier, couturier, no, couturier, couturier, couvad, uh, covalence, covalency, covalent, covalent bond, covariance, covariant, covariate, covariation, covary, cove, 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 covalite, covalite. Well, I think I am going to have to pick Kuvad, C-O-U-V-A-D-E, as the word of the episode because that was just so fascinating to me. I've never heard of this before, and if you know anything about it, I would love for you to tell me. Um, oh, yes, and I don't remember if I uh, finished this. Kovi, it said the uh, there was more at the word Kovi. It was from Cowardly Inactivity, Kovi. Uh, we're, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna read that to you, but it will be at the end of the episode that airs on March 28th, Kovi. Okay, Kuvad, Kuvad. How do I sing a song about Kuvad? I'm really confused about Kuvad. What cultures perform this custom? If I could think of something that rhymes with Kuvad... I would put it in the song, but I can't. Okay, that's going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Bye-bye!